Hello, everyone, and welcome. You're listening to the 888 Align podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Hanna. I'm a serial entrepreneur who likes to immerse into many facets of life, focusing on growth, mindset, healing, and soul alignment. Eight represents strength, prosperity, balance, power, overcoming, stability, and to me, the yin and yang of life. Pain weaves the gratitude for the beauty in life and appreciation for our generational evolution. You're in the right place if you're looking to dive deeper into finding meaning within yourself and your life experiences, work towards transforming into and aligning with your highest version of yourself, take action steps towards building and creating the life of your dreams, as well as explore discussions on health and wellness, balance, self-care, plus areas like travel, fashion, art, culture, manifestation, entrepreneurship, and even a little spirituality. To be 888 aligned means to be aligning to your strongest and most powerful and enlightened version of yourself. To continue to evolve and always be open to growth while staying true to your core values and individuality. Let's get started with this week's alignment. Welcome back to 888 Aligned. Thank you for listening in. I really appreciate you taking the time to tune in as always. Today I wanted to talk about this concept that has personally had a strong hold on me growing up and I'm sure has impacted a lot of you out there, especially if you are type A, empathetic, an overthinker, or just a massive people pleaser, which is the idea that not everyone is going to like you. Yes, there I said it, not everyone is going to like you. The need and desire to be liked by everyone will kill your vibe. It will weaken and potentially destroy your self-love and empowerment journey, and truthfully negatively impact your ability to fully come into yourself and be the best version of yourself. It will definitely make it difficult to connect with your higher self to work on your path to the highest and most powerful version of yourself. So let's get into today's episode. Not everyone is going to like you. Why? If we think about my first episode where I discuss perceptions and your dream life, then we can also think about the concept of how your perception is your reality. How you perceive the world is how you experience the world. And if everyone's perception is going to be different, then being liked by everyone would have to mean shape-shifting, forming, and performing for each and every individual's perception you encounter to get them to like you. To me, that genuinely sounds like a lot of effort being put into everyone else except for yourself, and is seriously absolutely ridiculous and exhausting. Now, like attracts like. So yes, your perception of life may be entirely unique or relatable to someone. Your vibration will attract a specific tribe or community or group of like-minded individuals. So, of course, on the opposite side of things, you're going to repel those who are not aligned with you. Guess what? There's actually nothing wrong with that. We are so focused on being liked that we tend to actually get down when someone is actually repelled by us, likely because it doesn't just come with them disappearing and being pushed away but also because those that are repelled by us also generally want to vocalize or share it with us. And I've definitely experienced this myself. And again, referencing episode one, those are the projectors, the trolls, or just what we may consider judgmental people. But here's the thing. 
If we can learn to tune out and neutralize the negative, then we can see it for what it is, which is simply those that are not meant to fit with us in our vibrational alignment are being repelled away from us, which is actually what is best for us to bring in and attract more of what we want, desire, and what is best for us in our life. I remember always feeling this need to fit in in high school where my personal puzzle piece truly didn't, like I'm sure most of us have felt in high school. I struggled to be accepted as someone who led a very different lifestyle than a majority of the people I went to high school with, and that dampened and dulled the fire and light in me that is so unique and has allowed me to get to where I am today. I also took this feeling with me in the beginning of my journey as an entrepreneur. It was more in the sense of needing everyone's approval for what I was doing and building and how I was doing it, especially because I started so young. I was only 22 when I started my first business and still was constantly looking to seek the approval and justification of what I was doing and how well I was doing it from everyone, listening to every criticism possible to be accepted even when it wasn't constructive. When you stop trying to fit into a box that wasn't meant for you and start working to create the version of reality that has nothing to do with that box you thought was all there was, and everyone's reality, you're going to look back and realize how insignificant it was and how micro in the grand scheme of life all of it truly was. The reason some people say that certain people peak in high school from this vibrational standpoint is that when you value this version of being popular and being liked by everyone or value people wanting to be like you so much, you lean into this place of not seeking more growth in life. You believe you are the best because you had so much inflated admiration. You don't look to ever evolve, grow, or change, and so therefore, you've peaked. So the thing that really shifted my mindset on all of this to enable myself and to see myself and my own personal growth journey for what it is in a less of a bias from the eyes of others is this specific concept. Stop placing value on being liked or disliked. Stop placing so much care, concern, worry, and thought into someone's disapproval of you as well as someone's praise and admiration of you. You may be thinking, why wouldn't I place value on when I'm liked? And I'll tell you exactly why. But first, I want to say this doesn't have anything to do with having thankfulness and gratitude toward a compliment from someone, someone doing something nice for you showing up for you, it doesn't affect your building of relationships with others or showing love and care towards other people, as well as receiving love and care. So don't mix this concept in with all that, because those things are important for us as humans, fostering community, having relationships, sharing love and care, building each other up, etc. What I am referring to is the concept of seeking validation from others that we need to stop placing value in. And that comes in the idea of seeking praise and admiration and using it as fuel to feel good and keep going or receiving disapproval and using it as reasons to change or halt or dull our energy and excitement or even on the flip side, using disapproval as your fuel. People are going to praise you and also negatively judge you in life. No matter how much good you do or how much you accomplish how much resilience you have, or how much you've dug yourself out of a hole and proved yourself, or even how much adversity you may have faced to get where you are today. People will be people and always have something to say. Don't allow either to impact you so heavily. 
And I know that's a lot easier said than done, but we'll get into some techniques to help that. Once you let praise in, you let the opposite energy affect you as well. The best way I can think of relating this to what most people can think of from media is this analogy. Think about how celebrities, music artists, influencers, and content creators are impacted in the general landscape of social media, TV, news, tabloids, PR, and so on. I think constantly working in this digital landscape for my businesses lets me really reflect on this a lot. So I'm not sure how relatable it is from this perspective, but I think to an extent you will get the gist of what I'm about to say, which is we see the rise and fall of these public figures pretty often. And the influence of negative or positive press often has an impact on that person's well-being and success. There are also two sides of this, the side of the public figure and the side of the fan or the follower. From the side of the public figure, we can see the vibrational inflation they tend to get when there is a lot of positive press or admiration from fans. Maybe they have more brand deals, more commercials, more tours and concerts, more money, more virality, more things going well, and therefore they may appear like their life is perfect. When we suddenly see negative things happening, maybe they are being canceled in today's cancel culture, or losing money, brand deals, canceling shows, being written up negatively in tabloids or press, suddenly everything is going wrong for them. We see the impact of both the admiration and the disapproval of society and people on a person and what they are doing with their life. This doesn't even speak to the mental health and well-being of that individual. First off, we often see how people talk about how fake social media is, right? We can also conclude from different insights, documentaries, and perspectives of these public figures that even when things are appearing to go so well from the public eye side of things, they may sometimes severely be struggling with their mental health or really struggling to find happiness in their life, even though they may be appearing to have everything handed to them on a silver platter. That's heavily because their success and life choices and goals are often dependent on the reaction, approval, likes, shares, sales, purchases, views of their fans and followers. Even more so, if we think about the dopamine hits that social media and receiving digital likes does to our brain, which there is a lot of research done on this, we can even think deeper of what receiving hundreds of messages praising and admiring a person will chemically release when we place so much value in it to that person. What about when it's flipped and suddenly that person is receiving the opposite of what sends that chemical out in their brain for happiness and they're receiving negative and hateful comments, DMs, press releases, threads, and so on? Look how much control it can potentially have on how someone feels and what they do and their next choices and what steps they take in their daily life. And as a side note, this is why so many people say money doesn't buy happiness. And I think those who are struggling financially can often disagree with this statement because they see all their struggles and feel that money can solve all of their problems. Well, here's the thing. And this is just a quick tangent. Money will and can absolutely make life a lot easier. It can solve a lot of issues and make getting resources for everything we need obviously easier. But it's still the effort of that person to get the resources they need to make their life better. Money doesn't suddenly erase your trauma or heal your generational wounds. Money doesn't suddenly give you all the love in the world to yourself or bring you all the success from something that you dreamed about doing with your life. 
It does give you the resource to go after something you dreamed of, but it doesn't just bring you the journey or everything that you've ever dreamed of immediately. And money clearly doesn't safe keep the rich and famous from trolls on social media and protect their well-being, as we see from some of the most famous people in the world. And those that don't seem to be affected are probably doing one of three things. They are just appearing like they're not affected, or they've done the work that I'm talking about right now today, or they've put safeguards in place to protect them from the impact of what society thinks of them. And we definitely can get into the whole money doesn't buy happiness concept into another episode because I agree and disagree on that one, but I digress. We can see how these two concepts of approval and disapproval when held with so much value can literally uplift us or drag us down. Now, what about as a fan or a follower? When you are placing so much admiration and praise or even hate and disgust on what maybe this public figure does with their life, what does that say about how and where that fan or follower places value in their own life? When there is so much focus on projection, whether it's good or bad, then they aren't really spending a lot of time on themselves in a progressive and positive way. And don't you want to be working on yourself, creating success and happiness for yourself, rather than putting all of your energy into somebody else's life? Because personally, that's definitely the route I'd rather go. I've seen this quote a lot over the last few years, especially since the pandemic, and it's really true in so many aspects of life, but it's about how As someone on social media, you are either the one creating the content or consuming the content. That rings true for life in general. Are you creating your life and crafting your dream reality or are you consuming someone else's? And even further, are you trying to create your dream reality but are too caught up in the consumption of what the projectors out there think of what you are doing, whether it be positive or negative? Because if you get so caught up in the mess of what everyone else has to say about you and what you're doing, you're missing out on the reality that you're living, out on appreciating your life and celebrating all that you've done and celebrating that you're alive and celebrating your life in general and what you have to be grateful for. We can admire others for what they do in the world, but to place so much value in them to the point of how it determines how we perceive and grow as individuals or how much gratitude we have for our experiences, it can truly dampen our ability to grow and to be the best version of ourselves, as well as impact our ability to truly be present and appreciate our life. The same goes for ourselves and how much value we place in how others either admire or dislike us. I say this often as well a lot of the time. If I find someone that I really enjoy listening to or an author I like reading from, or a spiritual teacher or business figure I like learning from, I always make sure to find other people to read from, learn from, listen to, or follow in the same area. The same goes for news, politics, and learning about culture and history. Why? Because when we start consuming so much from one specific person, business, organization, author, news, and media, in an area we enjoy or we get a lot of our information and knowledge from, we can easily become biased, skewed, infatuated, and tainted by what they say, believe, and think. And then we place a lot of importance in this, and it tends to craft perception of whatever that thing you're consuming is about. 
It also doesn't allow us to see things and concepts from different perspectives or widen how we see things. This is also incredibly important when it comes to global issues happening in the world. Expand your sources. In fact, I say this with anything I am researching or helping someone else research. I ask, how many sources did you look into? How many different ways of thinking and concepts did you look into this? Because especially in the digital age, we want immediate satisfaction. And it's also easy for us to be guided to one side of things versus another unless we do some digging. Because we want to find an answer that sounds good and just run with it. I implore you to take the time and the patience to do more digging. Half the time, the first answer I find is just half of the answer. Right, so to circle back to where we started, when we think about this concept of not everyone is going to like you, we can see that conceptually, from a macro perspective, it's about how every individual in this world, and there are roughly 8 billion people in this world, is going to experience their own unique version of life. To expect the same perception and perspective with a world full of unique cultures, societies, traditions, environments, economic landscapes, history, and so on, would just be naive. The next time someone has an opinion on you that reflects badly or negatively, I want you to remember that there are 8 billion people in this world. Are you going to let the opinion of this one person or this small group of people impact how you want to live your life? Perhaps look at criticism this way. Is it going to help me evolve and grow as a better human being to myself or to other people or to what I'm working toward or to this world? Will this open up my perspective more or give me more empathy or a different viewpoint into something? Will this improve something? Will this improve what I'm working on? Or is it simply something made to bring me down and feel low? If it's the latter, throw it in the trash. Otherwise, I would say always seek ways to grow and evolve. We should always be changing and be open to learning more, to be more empathetic, kind, and loving to other people, to be more open to constructive criticism that will help us improve where we want to go in life. But we don't need to sacrifice ourselves and our well-being because someone has a negative agenda because they simply do not like us, because they're jealous of us, or projecting their life experiences onto us that doesn't give us a form to grow or learn, but rather to bring us down. And, on the flip side, the next time someone has praise to give you, or a lot of admiration, look at this as a positive impact, say thank you, but then, in this concept, it's best to neutralize that and move on from it. Because you're doing what you love. If it impacts someone positively, then great. If not, then they can move on. But the value goes into the idea that you are operating from a place of what your soul desires, not what someone else desires from you. Don't do what you do for the end goal to be validation. Do what you do for the end goal to evolve yourself and feel fulfilled. Otherwise, you will be trapped in a vicious cycle that indicates that the highs and lows you experience in life are determined by others and by society. And at what cost? The cost of yourself, your happiness, your true calling, your freedom, your evolution. And I just saw this quote the other day that really reflects on this as well. The easiest way to lose self-worth is trying to find it in the eyes of someone else. And so with that I say, not everyone is going to like you. And that is okay. In fact, that means you are doing right by yourself. 
All right, everyone, I hope this episode brought a new insight to you to help you on your self-love and empowerment journey. Make sure you check out the last three episodes if you haven't. And what I love about these episodes is that there is truly no timeline on when they are relevant. You can really listen into any episode whenever you feel called to it or whenever it resonates with you the most. Thanks for listening in and getting into that 88 alignment. Stay tuned for next week's episode. I'll chat with you guys next time. Thanks for listening to the 888 Align podcast. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button if you want to follow along and stay up to date when future episodes drop. You can listen in on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Follow the podcast on social at 888 Aligned Podcast.